I think I think if I had to be a skeleton, I would be a Grim Fandango skeleton. Those guys have style. And yeah, alarms start to to blare. <laughs> I think I transcend. Yeah, I transcend. I uh, jump up to where Tink is, detach Tink from the telescope and punt it to Solange, like throw it to Solange. Cool. And I would like to also just wreck the telescope. Oh, fuck. Okay. Dang. When you push yourself, choose one of the following additional benefits. Perform a superhuman feat of physical force. Okay. I guess that's that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to murder the telescope. This this solidly pushes us into the realm of terrorist actions, I believe. We've grown so much. Yeah, destroying civilian apparatus. Esther is never going to forgive. Uh, lovely for all of this. This went from an answers mission type to a destroy everything mission type. Hey, we have a bunch of answers. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. I'm going to roll defy. Yep. And that's a success. Boom. Fuck. Hey, I have a question, uh, Legba. What's what's your reaction when you realize that Esther's dreams are about to be completely eviscerated by Fashe? You don't get to do anything, but I just want to know. Thanks for that. Uh, mild, mild horror. All right. What do you do, Fashe? You you destroy this thing. You make it ir- inoperable. Yeah, I uh, essentially like I grab the telescope and just tear it away from the mounts. And as I drop it, we can hear the like sound effect of glass breaking, and we can understand that there's something breaking inside the telescope, also not just the mount. So first of all, this thing is probably like if you spread your arms out, it would take like 12 of you to go around the circumference of this thing, even though you are bigger as Ursuli. Uh, so, but you are super powered. Uh, so what does your transcendent power look like that you're able to rip this thing out of its mounts and we hear like the enormous bolts snapping and glass cracking or glass cracking? Yeah, I'm glowing and my skin is darker and there is blood running down my face from the cuts that I have on my face in my warrior form now. And my hands, my fingers dig into the telescope and dent it, like dent the metal. And then I like rip it out of its uh, socket and uh, uh, drop it to the ground. Yeah, and I mean, this thing... Dropping it to the ground, you would need to set it down gently. Otherwise, if you just let this thing go, it's going to fall and then like crash, essentially tear a hole in the side of this telescope. I, I drop it. All right, then. So you rip this thing out of its mount. We hear the bolts snapping. We hear the alarms blaring. Uh, this thing like lifts up out of the ground. It kind of lifts from one side to the other. Uh, and then you drop it and it starts to fall. Uh, and all of you in the room currently can see this thing starting to fall and it's about to crash through the side of the housing of this building. And essentially these built, these walls were not meant to support the weight of this entire telescope. So 
this whole place is start to gonna start to get torn apart in a really ugly way unless somebody does something about it. Or maybe you all just let it happen. I I transcend. All right. Solange gets uh, abilities that let them do superhuman feats, right? No. You don't you don't yeah. have anything that lets you proc super Oh dear. Yep. Yeah, nobody can quite compare with Ursley on that front. Uh but cool. So what give us this transformation sequence. You're like running across uh the the floor of this uh main telescope area. Well, I think we see like because Ursley tossed Tink to me. So I think we see like the transformation sequence from Tink's point of view where it's like rotating and we only get like clips of it and then clips of like the destruction that Ursley is like having as they spin around in the air. Um, so we get like clips of Solange, like these these pale glowing patches uh, uh, spreading, from, like creeping up from the ground across the body and like the the big like puffy fur vest appears spiking out like an angry animal and then things view studies as uh susan catches them smiles down at them and asks do you want to see more things think uh my entire telescope is being destroyed what's happening <laughs> yeah and i i put tink under the arm and i'm gonna so this this telescope is just crushing down through the walls now Yep. Yeah, it is. It is as if this is all f- falling in slow motion. Uh, you have a second to react. Otherwise, that is exactly what's about to happen. <laughs> well, so I can't just like catch the whole telescope because I don't have superhuman strength. I'll be assisting you. Maybe the two of us together can vaguely compare to Ursula. You might be able to slow its fall at least. Yeah, I would. I would like to try like, just slow its fall. What we might need to do is we might need to try to like hook it and then throw it away from or like kind of like arc it so it falls away from the rest of the observatory down the mountainside. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to, as it's like falling in slow motion, like just try and shoulder push it like in a direction where it will do the least human harm possible. All right. Sounds good. I think your effect here is desperate standard. That sounds reasonable. And you're helping me? Yeah, I'm I'm assisting you. Cool. Come on. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. Uh yeah, and so this thing is falling. Uh you see a technician who looks up from their terminal uh where they were trying to see if they could fix this machine and they see a telescope coming down on top of them. What do you do? Yeah, I I think um, they see me like rush in and like grab the bottom of the telescope um, and like strain with all my might, but clearly not enough to like like stop it in any way. I just like manage to slightly tilt it so it it goes falling away from them. Got it. Uh, so are you're still letting this thing tear through the side of the uh, the side of the structure, sort of? Yeah, I'm just I'm just like making it more controlled and and in the way where people won't get hurt. Yeah, and so uh, there's like this black carapace, right? And we see it fall uh, through the black carapace, like it hits a wall of the black carapace, and we hear a long screeching grinding sound as it grinds against the uh, the edge of the housing. And then we hear 
uh, rending metal buckling like tinfoil as this thing just rips into the side of this building uh, and continues to sink uh, with its just momentum tearing through the side of this building until it's almost at like a downward incline of like maybe 30 degrees and it's just ripped through like half the side of this structure. And it finally comes to rest on the forest floor on the side of this mountain. Yeah, yeah alarms are blaring. Robots are starting to come into the room. Uh, but these are like human-sized robots, not like army-sized robots <laughs> that, were, that were intended for security. Esther Superior uh, rushes into the room and is starting to give orders and point out the, the LOA uh, to the security robots. Esther is staring up at this thing, eyes wide. Uh, Legba, I think you see it, but you see like all of her fucking hopes and dreams like slowly crumbling in front of her. And I think, uh, Violine, you just realize that that Esther is standing next to you and is just speechless. She gets a she gets a hug, just instinctively without with, without even holding back, just a hug uh, from the side and just like, yeah, her her eyes are welling up with tears and she sort of pushes you away. Did you do this? Did you did you bring them here? Why? Why should you have to ruin this? I, I, I didn't didn't do that. What? Where did they come from? I don't know. How come? How come you came from Renity and now they're here? I mean, they're they're sort of part of us. Why can't they just leave me alone? I left. I I don't know. Look, I couldn't even do that before like a couple days ago i i really don't know how it works what i didn't do Wait, it's a, do it's what a, i not like communicate with with a loa or, or be a loa I, I don't know even know how it works yet you are communicating with the loa <laughs> you're the reason they're here great great yeah lovely was doing that too huh I don't know. I'd never really know about Lovely. I don't think she meant bad. Like, neither. Milo hasn't been here as well. I don't know. Some of them are just angry. I can't believe this. I trusted her. Uh, and a security comes over uh, and says, um, you two need to move to safety. Please follow me. Uh, and uh, it's this person-sized robot, maybe like eight feet tall. You know, it's kind of got long, gangly limbs. And it uh, puts a hand on either of your shoulders, Aster and Violine, and uh, starts to push you out of uh, this main area, trying to take you to safety. Uh, and the robot also says, um, this is unsanctioned wildlife in this facility. Uh, and Alejandro just looks at them and narrows his eyes. He's very sanctioned. He, he's part of a companion project to, to see if, if we can, can humanize animals. At this point, my next stop is Violin and getting Violin out of here. All right. I am approaching her and grabbing her and dragging her in the direction of out of here. All right. Uh, yeah. And so uh, you rush in their direction. Uh, you see this the security robot sort of escorting them away with like a paternal gesture. Uh, you see Violin and next to Violin is Esther. And when you appear at the end of the hallway, Esther just pales and takes a few stumbling steps back and looks like they've seen a demon. Sadly, Erzali is not, you know, not not a demon. No. 
So I just like uh, stride towards Violin and grab her. And uh... Violin shouts to bring Esther too, at least. Yeah, Esther. Esther is like totally not having it. Just wants the fuck away from you. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll grab Esther just because arguing with Violin at this point is uh, meh. I don't want to. All right. So you need to dispatch with the robot. You need to grab an unwilling person and also piggyback feeling. I don't think the consequences here are going to be terrible if you fail. So I think that this is risky standard. Okay. Risky standard. No one wants to help me. I know that no one wants to help me. I can help you. Okay. Yeah. I'll spend some stress to help you out. That's great. I will accept the help of Violin, who is at least not trying to get away from me. Nah. Oh, that was that was a very useful dice. That was a six. Nice. All right. Violin loves you very. Yeah. So you you ace it. Uh, yeah. So how do you first? How do you dispatch of this uh, paternal robot? It turns and says, um, "Loa, please exit the facility at once." As Ursula approaches, she is like first she's striding and then she is doing like action running, uh, action movie running, and uh, she jumps into the air and like with both feet uh, flies towards this robot and like kicks it with both feet, and she says no. Yeah, uh, it it slides backwards uh, across the hallway floor and it doesn't seem to be working anymore. Yeah, and the robot was like uh, had uh, uh, one arm on violin and one arm on Esther, and now I I'm like in in that same position that it was. I'm grabbing both of them and leading them out. Yeah, yeah, uh, and Esther's like, no, hey, leave me alone, get off of me, get off of me. Why did, why are you even here? Yeah, I think I uh, turn to her once, and it's like Ursuli's, you know, angry, bloody face. And she says, you think you can stay here? They're going to decommission you like one of those robots. They're going to take everything out of you and make you into a shell. Your only chance is with us. And I drag her. Yeah, she doesn't seem fully convinced, but you you do manage to grab her. I am the evil person. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Holy fuck. Uh, anyway, so alarms are blaring. Robots are taking people to safety. Uh, the dust is starting to settle. Security is sort of closing in, trying to escort people out of the place. Esther and Violine just got grabbed by Ursley. Yeah, Solange, I guess we we just need to check in on you. What are you up to? Uh, you just redirected this telescope from falling on top of this scientist. And uh, the scientist like looks over at you. Uh, and I think they have dark skin and freckles uh, and long braids. They say, Susan, what are you doing here? Yeah, and I think Susan is just like breathing heavily and smiles and says, serving the Loa, as always. Why are you... I've never heard of the Loa coming and trying to, to tear apart Ark. Yeah, and I think that's when, like, uh, Susan, like, bends down to some of the rubble and, like, does some rubble off of Tink 
and says to the scientist, it's not just about tearing apart. Well, whatever the next step is, you certainly did the first. And they're looking around uh, at this telescope that is like, per- like crashed through the floor right next to them. I just, I thought we could just live separately. <laughs> I think what you're seeing is them struggling. Like they, they have respect for you, right? Like they, they remember what you were doing. They, they just didn't think that this is what you did, <laughs> right? Yeah, I think Sasan just like smiles understandingly and says, well, we're all on the same earth. Everything affects everything. The cycle can't be broken no matter how far you walk away. Hmm. And they say it is like it's it's a kindness, even though they're like uh, opposing the scientist's worldview. Yeah, uh, and you see them, uh, and they're like remarkably composed to the situation. You just see them kind of ponder on that, like they've been given a piece of wisdom from like a sage or something like that. And you can see them sort of mull it over in their head. I'll think about that. Meanwhile, like a huge metal girder in the background, like collapses and falls <laughs> nearby, raising yep. a cloud yeah. of dust. Clang, smash. Sounds of screams echo in the background as people flee the collapsing building. I'll think about that. I well, I I think it's 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 not quite that chaotic at this point. Like things are s- sort of starting to settle in, but like yeah, it's just it's like a. Have you ever watched people in a fire drill? Like everyone going down a fire escape and moving quickly, and there's kind of like a hush to and stuff like oh, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck. <laughs> It's that vibe. But yeah, bad news generally, but still. Anyway, robots are starting to come into the room, but you've got Tink in your hands. What do you do? Yeah. So yeah, I smile and like nod goodbye to the scientist. And then I look to Tink and say, so little Tink, do you want to stay here? Do you want to come with me and see things you've never seen before? Uh, their their little legs are kicking out of their shell into the air, uh, and they're throwing some kind of a temper tantrum. And they're like, my telescope! I know. I'm sorry. But we, you need to make a choice quickly. This is weird. I'm pretty sure that this isn't protocol. No. It isn't. And you see their, their, them kick their legs in the air and their camera swivel and swivel onto the wreckage and then swivel back to you and then swivel to themselves. God, I mean, how does somebody react who's never been given a significant choice in their entire life to being given an incredibly significant choice? Like, would you like to stay in this burning building <laughs> or come with this weird person who is probably not what they say they are? I mean... The last role that influenced them was the empathize role, which failed pretty badly. Yeah. I, I honestly think that, yeah, both of the options are bad. So even if they were like fully capable of making decisions, it would be a hard decision to make. Yeah. But also, they don't make decisions. So I think that they just look at you blankly and they sort of beep. Uh, and like you see them shut down for a second and all the lights dim and then reboot. And they say, sorry about that. I was stuck in an infinite loop. I Wait a second. I was supposed to make a decision. And then they freeze for a second and they power down and they power up. And then they say, sorry, I was stuck in an infinite loop. I was trying to make it. (laughs) Basically, they are uh, stuck recycling themselves because they keep getting stuck in an infinite loop every time they try to make a decision. (laughs) At at this point, like finger tap on Solange's shoulder. Yeah. And uh, Susan like notices you and one moment and then like uh, ask Tink last question. 
do you want to see new things? Uh, my mission directive is to pursue new data for the glory of Ark. Okay. That sounded yuck, yes. Yeah, so Lange, uh, Susan takes Tink under their arm. And yeah, is, is Legba there or, or was it just your shadow tapping me? Shadow. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna head out after Ursuli and the others. All right. So you all, but what mean, by what means are you making you egress, by the way? Are you climbing down this telescope to get to the, the mountainside so you can get outside? You, you created yourself a nice bridge that leads to the ground floor. Yeah. Yeah, I think we just go into the hole and... Uh... Yeah, I guess uh, most of you can fly except Veline, Esther, and Sasson. So, uh, so, so. Wait, Esther's coming with us? Ursley's kidnapping Esther, yes. <laughs> Jesus, I forgot. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, cool. So Esther is is uh, protesting and kicking and trying to get free from you. As y'all rush off down this uh, telescope, I think that security have sort of showed up and they're moving to apprehend you. I think like this wasn't supposed to be like the site of a military altercation, so I don't think that there's immediate resistance right now. Uh, yeah, you have a brief moment of calm uh, as you find yourself on the forest floor. What do you do? Manifesting now. Tall, gaunt shadow, bone mask. Lots of like spikes and implications of claws at this point. Immediately on Ursley, just looming. What was that about? Ursley uh, looks profoundly not impressed. At this point, I think uh, she... Uh, let's go of both Fiolin and Esther because, like, they are in a, they are no longer need to be like dragged around for their own protection. And uh, she stares right back at Legba and says, "That's what we came for. We came to hurt them, and we hurt them." You, you stupid, brutish, inconsiderate. <sighs> Where were you? I was learning. Yes, and you learned a lot of things. And then the security started to blare, and we had to do something before we left. You... I, I don't know. I don't... I almost feel like... I mean, I'm, I'm three off of my eclipse, but... Like, I was almost at the violence standpoint. Violence me, it's fine. But there needs to be more ranting. Yeah, I think Legba, like if Legba is just standing there, kind of speechless. There's there's a lot of spluttering. Yeah, uh, I think like Ursuli looking at Legba's uh, spluttering face just screams. They broke Morgan. They came in to our home and they broke them. They deserve everything they have to turn to dust. And I will not apologize for starting it. You've condemned so many people to waste their lives pointlessly because you decided to escalate things rather than put a stop to them, to draw lines. Instead, you issued challenges. We don't need to destroy a telescope. We need their military, their weapons, the things they struck us with. That's our enemy, not tools to look at stars. I, I'm not sure that, like, 
uh, uh, well, no, Fashe knows what the telescope is, but yeah, but you didn't get the the view of the city or whatever. Yeah, yeah. like it's totally within your power to be suspicious about the technology, and they definitely use this information to coordinate sketchy stuff yeah. too. So, yeah, I say everything they have there is a tool. She and they turn uh, uh, to uh, Esther and like point in her direction. She is a tool they use. Everything. Just like you. Yes. That was that is my point. I know. I know how fucked up they are. So that's why I'm telling you we need to stop them. You keep spouting bullshit about, oh, maybe we can coexist. Maybe. Maybe we can find something, some way to incorporate them. No. No, they want us dead. I don't want them anywhere near Renity. And I want them dead too. I think this is I think this is the point where it's just the open palm slap across the face. I can't I can't think of a decent reprisal at this point that Legba would deliver here. I I think that that I think that's perfect. Um I just wanna to add that there's a cutaway of Aster leaning against a tree, uh crying and wiping her eyes with her palm and just kind of terrified and in awe at this cosmic fight between two gods <laughs> happening in front of her. Yeah, and, and when and we describe, like, an open palm slap to the face, there's also, like, a shockwave that rolls off from this, probably, no matter what happens. Oh, totally, yeah. Yeah, like, leaves fall off of the tree, and, like, uh, the dart, like, ripples appear in the dirt and that kind of stuff. You have a moment where Veline's hair just blows backward for a moment and then settles. Yeah, totally. Is anyone from the peanut gallery, does anyone want to, like, intervene? Because, like, if if Legba wants to go, we can go. <laughs> like, I still have one uh, transcendent action left. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I think let's play it out. Yeah. So So there's a strike, a beat. You haven't changed a bit. Since that time on that empty field. Now you just aim all your hate in the opposite direction. You're still a tool. At least I'm doing something. Not vanishing into thin air. And dancing around. And dragging little girls into your own fucking bullshit. Where is Lovely? Did anyone take her? I handle my own messes. They're fine. Unlike a lot of other people right now. Fuck them. And I think I'm just like storming off in the direction of uh, away from the observatory. I'm not sure that we are going like right back to Renity, but mm, probably no. shouldn't be standing in, in the middle of things. <laughs> yeah, totally. Legba attacks Urzali. Just, okay. just as they're walking away at their back, just, yeah, shadows whip out everywhere, the whole shebang. The whole, the whole little hollow we're hiding out in just turns into a minefield. Waves of shadow and writhing hands just reach out to grab them and pin them down. I think Ursula, like, there's this glow about her, so uh, the shadow can't, like, get a grip on her uh, right away, even though she is... Uh, with her back to to Legba and like she whirls around and 
she for a moment she looked almost human and like she was starting to get kind of smaller and a little bit paler and uh, waning more to to the fashe side of things but now like her eyes glow and uh, her smile is like a slash in her face and she she says oh you want to go old man let's go and i'm not sure how we should model this fight we can just like narrate this fight i guess uh yeah i i i think um the the way to do fights in pbta or blades in the dark systems is essentially we'll just set up the stakes before every roll and we'll alternate who's rolling so as long as every as long as player 1 is okay abiding by player 2's roll after we discuss what the stakes are then we'll work it out cuz i think there's a legitimate chance that you both take harm here and i want to make sure that there's rolls behind that yeah there's the you want to go old man so I think Legba's probably got initiative, so I think it's whatever the action is you want to take Legba. All right. I want to grab Ursalie, drag them up out of this, yeah, this hollow we've hidden in, up back towards through the ground, big dramatic, like bouncing off the walls kind of thing, very violent and explosive, and pull them back up so they can see all the destruction they've caused. Got it. I want to rub their face in it. Yeah, and so uh, as you're being pulled through the forest, trees are buckling and snapping as you crash through them, uh, and Legba's many hands pull you towards the observatory. I I'm going to try to roll, I guess, defy here of their because I'm defying their dismissiveness and the fact that they're Aloha resisting my will. Yep. Uh, do we think if this succeeds, uh, in addition to getting where Legbo wants you, you would take one harm just from crashing into all these trees? It's not like a supernatural level of harm. It's just a mundane level of harm. But that's fine. All right, cool. Uh, and if this goes bad, uh, is it cool if you get a counterattack from Ursley, probably taking some harm as well? Probably a more supernatural level of harm. Very much so. All right, cool. Go ahead and roll. I'm going to push that. Yeah, now we're both one stress away. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Okay, sweet. Jesus, roll 20 work. Thank you. See? No, thank you. You, you did the prayers, and, and uh, it worked. God exists, confirmed. Uh, yeah, uh, and so, Ursley, uh, you find yourself trying to bat away these many arms of shadow, and you're not able to, and finally, like, uh, a critical mass of them managed to grab onto you and start to drag you through the forest. And you, like, trees snap uh, one, then the next, then the next, and you're going to take one harm. And it ends after we break through the trees with just, yeah, this big arc as all the tentacles start whipping together into one single one that throws you up into the air. And you land on the, like, some of the rubble that's fallen down. We're probably next to the telescope where it's collapsed down onto the ground here. And yeah landing next to you nearby like kind of kind of off lit in the moonlight like like gestures up as you're struggling to your feet pointing up at the ruins of the observatory above us looks familiar doesn't it like renity of course it wouldn't be the first time you destroyed renity either you think you can what shame me now with this this is not the first ruin i've seen i know i should be ashamed this this doesn't matter Nothing here matters. They are all, they all like it. They like it here and they think they're right. 
there's nothing to talk about with them. I guess I'm, uh, as I'm talking, I'm uh, trying to punch him just because he fucking pissed me off. This conversation yeah. would be really well offset by periodic punches to the face. Yeah, yeah. This is like anime fi- fighting in which we- there's like some fighting frames, but really it's the conversation that's important. Uh, yeah, and so you're you're saying this. And yeah, like I, I'm getting the sense, uh, I don't know if I'm picking this up right, but like there's a sense of like remorse in there. Like there's like, yeah, you know you're a monster. This is what you do. This is what you're supposed to do. Well, I mean, like, remorse or i guess it's like a familiar safe uh, self-hatred that yeah yeah that that's a good way to put it yeah you're just like this is what i am i'm not ashamed of it or i am but it doesn't change it but i'm gonna do it this is how the world works and my world works in like because uh, i am a monster this is this is what i do that's very powerful okay cool uh, so what does it look like as you le- leap forward to attack uh, Legba? Yeah, I think I grab one of his like shadow tentacles and I start to tear it away. And like as I'm I'm closing in uh, on him to like get a better grip, and I say, "At least I'm actually here and not hiding." Standard and Risky standard. Uh, actually, risky limited for me because I have level one harm and I have less effect. Got it. Okay. That's a four. So this is limited effect. So I don't think that this is the level of two harm that you would probably usually deal. So I think this is level one harm. And uh, yeah, th- these are, are these tentacles or are these hands? Like a lot of shadow hands. They're hands on the end of tentacles. Yeah, got it. They're they're like hands at the end of like long tendril, like shadow arms, basically. Think um, it's a bit out there. Uh, Full Metal Alchemist, the way um the character Pride worked. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and so one of these arms gets sort of like ripped off, uh, and you get punched in the face. Uh, this was a defy in a risky limited position, so I think that you're also going to take some harm in doing this. Like, but how do you get a counterattack in as Ursley uh, starts tearing away at your shadows? I think it's as they're tearing in, they, yeah, Ursley like overbears me, and I start falling backwards. But then, as I do, we start tumbling down the slope, and I, I fall back and kick, and they, whoom, they go and they fly off me. And we, we tumble back down to the base of the slope. And that is my last transcendent action. As Ursula tumbles down the slope, it's Fashay with his, his uh, face still bloodied. Yeah, and so you, you fall through the underbrush and then you slam onto a tree. I think you're taking level two harm here. Yep. Uh, broken ribs? Yeah, broken ribs sounds good. So Fashay slams into a tree. Next to Esther and uh, and Violine, Alegba is just standing there, surrounded with many, many arms, uh, like like shadow arms, shadow tendrils, and we see uh, them like sitting there uh, in front of this observatory. Uh, and yeah, 
Esther at least is looking horrified at this whole sequence. Uh, and when Fashe you slam into this tree, uh, she like scampers out of the way, like she's trying to dodge the the incoming projectile. But then when she looks back at you, her expression, her eyes just go wide as she realizes that Ursula was you. Gasp. Oh. Wait. So if that was Fashe, then then who is that? And is asking you, Veline. I can't talk because I have horrible plans. Um, Mind you, at this point, there's plenty of uh, injuries and harm going around, so if you need to transcend... Is she going to traumatize Esther even more or not? Also, you have no idea what I'm about to do, and I still have a spare transcendent action. Yeah, but I, I want to I wanna give the initiative back to Veline and Esther here for a second. Yeah, and so Esther says, then, who is that? Um, she, she, she looks at, at Legba and shrugs and says, actually, I don't really know. And um, her hair starts like glowing a little bit green, but like as if grass, uh, glass was cracking. And that, that shimmers over her hair. It becomes a little bit like, it's, it's just a sort of weird reality break. Yeah, like all of this feels like hyper real, like uh, a mural is being drawn over reality. There's small cracks starting to form on her skin and her hair and her clothes. And I think just with a, with a sort of progressive cracking, her, 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 a sort of shell comes off. A shell that looked like violin. But also sort of consumed her in the light. And then uh, with, a, with a rather quick... Instant, Aida Widow stands there and says, well, this is me. Oh, my God. And then looks at Legba and says, and I think you are going to stop right now. No reaction. Sasson, uh, how are you reacting to this whole situation? Um, yeah, I think I've like been keeping my distance a little bit, but I, I go up and... Fashe, you're still conscious, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I like I like kneel down in front of you and like brush you off and like reach out with a hand to like help you up. Except uh Solange's well Sasan's help. And uh, just uh wince and uh get up. So that that's happening on the side. Uh but yeah, there's a tense standoff by between Aida Wedo and Legba. Legba is not responding, just standing there hovering. I've got something to do, but if you want first action, Robin, I'm willing, it's fair that you have it. I mean, she said, said he should stop, and he's not moving right now, so she's not going to do anything. He does look really, really weird. Like It's normally weird shadows and crackly movements and such, but right now it's like head tilted sideways. The mask has a big crack through the middle of it where it was getting punched. And yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of shifty, weird, kind of twitchy movement going on, and a bit of a dull murmur in the background. And so time passes, uh, where it's just this tense standoff of Aiyuwedo between uh, Esther uh, and Legba. One of y'all two is going to have to break this stalemate. It sounds to me like Aiyuwedo is just intending to defend everybody and keep Legba from doing further violence. She's going to be very reactionary. 
if they just like stare each other down for a while, I'll I'll speak up. All right, go ahead. We need to get going. No, we're not. We're not done here yet. We're done for now. Maybe you are. Made your friends. They're right, though. Detestable as they are, you need to make a point out of all this. Otherwise, all this suffering is for no purpose. Yes, yes, that's right. Give it, give it meaning. Make a show of it. That's, that's the only reason anyone cares anyways, if you make a show of it. Otherwise, it's <laughs> if a tree falls in a forest, you know? And yeah, movement starts... Yeah, Legaba starts rising up, the shadow piling up underneath it, almost like a almost like a tower of just coiling black tentacle. As they build up and they expand, dark wings forming, like a giant bat almost, on top of a roost. Very creepy. Give it meaning, purpose. If they're afraid, they won't try anything. They know what we can do. Now they need to believe we'll do it again. Yes, that'll make it work, yes. Just... Keep up, keep up the mask. Make make the mask bigger. Uh, Aida Widow is going to um, is looking at him, closes her eyes, and um, I think I'm gonna do a transcendent ability where she's gonna try and knock out, or I'll knock out constrict uh, Legba. I like that. And what it, what it would look like is that the, the all the tendrils in the bat wings. Um, they, 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 I imagine it's floaty, and uh, the moment she looks at that, her hair blows up, uh, like actually elongates and becomes a sort of net, that, sort of a fisherman's net, right? Uh, very tight knot, uh, very tight knit, and just tries to capture him in a sort of same grand standoff of, of light instead of the, the, the darkness that creeps through and the tendrils. It's more of a sort of glowy neon vibe. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, and so uh, like this cross-stitching of glowing neon green strands uh, tries to close around you, Legba. I think the, the, the side effect here is you're going to be restrained if this succeeds. Are you okay with that, Dash? I accept these consequences. All right. Uh, Aida, uh, what do you think Legba does to Aida if, uh, if she fails? I think that's just it. If if she fails, I get to do my next action without her interruption. All right, sounds good. This is this is their shot. All right, I believe in you, Ayurveda. So I wasn't going to use my transcendent action or power. Uh, basically, transcendent ability called "How Dare You," uh, and it basically just gives me one effect because a uh, plus one effect because he hurt one of my friends. Perfect. Yeah, so take great effect on this action. Risky, great. Uh, let's go. Well. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, you're, you're kind of rusty. You haven't spent a lot of time in your transcended form. These green neon strands start to close around Legba. Legba, what does it look like as you just summarily shatter all of this? I think it's I just let them wrap all around me. And then just to rub in how grossly outclassed they are at this point, I just let the net constrict tighter, tighter, tighter. And then just right as it's like about to wrap me back into like a human shape, just exhale noise and flow out of it through all the cracks in it and just reform almost just wrapped around the net now by contrast. Yeah. 
And so, yeah, you are sort of a moment of realizing how totally out of control the situation is. Uh, what's Aida Weta's reaction to this? I imagine like the 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 green hair just the the green hat shoots back at her head and um, gives her a little bit of a, of a of a step back on the ground. Cool. And she 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 grits her teeth and just whispers, ah, "Damn it! You're naive, even in this form." Should have expected that. All right, then. You ascend into the air and do what? Form now, getting progressively more just monstrous and insane as it goes. This is pretty much all of Lovely's smattering of creativity being poured into this. There's three sets of wings, like vampire bat's mouth with huge teeth. The tentacles are still, like, writhing off in different directions. Huge, like, clawed black hands. And yeah, it rises up into the air. This this is very this is very like Sephiroth final form, like very excessively monstrous. Any anyone looking at this with a skeptic eye would immediately go like, that wouldn't work, that wouldn't work, that wouldn't work. But that's okay. That's not my intent. And this horrible monstrous form is just going to fly straight at the center of the big rift in the middle of the in the middle of the observatory. And just look like the end of the world to every security bot, every scientist, every little worker there. Cool. And, and we'll see how well this express roll goes. Yeah, your goal is to scare the bejeebus out of them? I, I want them to fall down and worship their new dark god. <laughs> oh my god. All right, go ahead. Some of them respect the law, obviously. Not enough. Uh, so your effect here, because these are not like super trained agents of the darkness or whatever is great and your position is risky uh in that case i'm gonna push it to desperate and extreme this needs to mean a lot i suppose it would be entirely insane to ask if anyone's helping me i think you're alone in that case i'll push myself i will go up to eclipse and let's make this roll oh just barely Desperate extreme. You got a four, which means there's a consequence to this. Yes. You scare the crap out of everybody. So because this is extreme effect, I want you to have a lot of control over how people feel about what just happened here. My gut instinct is that they are fucking terrified of Renity and everything Renity stands for. Right? Like, there's no way that you see a horrific low of monstrosity and think to yourself yeah those are the good guys i think as yeah as this huge shadow monster crashes into the observatory everyone there who gets caught in it has these horrifying visions of the destruction in renity the guardian like it like carving its swath through the just the psychological pain of seeing morgan's destroyed shrine there all of that and then just yeah this dark, utter malevolence, all the bundled-up rage that Legba has just had to themselves and has been collecting off of people like, well, Fache, like the grief Solange has, all of that, even just the, the casual guilt Violine had for not being able to transcend in time earlier, just all of that magnified, wrapped, and then just turned into this malicious will that all of them feel. Got it. The idea that there's a powerful entity out there that utterly despises and hates them. All right. 
So uh, you have put the fear of God in all of them. They, they are not, to be incredibly clear, they are maybe the farthest they have ever been from wanting to rejoin Renity. But they are very, very, very honestly scared of you. <laughs> Go ahead and roll for Eclipse. A five. I should have my Eclipse mechanics open. I should have been opening that earlier. Another member of the crew can push themselves to keep you from succumbing to your inner darkness. If not, treat it as a fail. Anyone? Any any sympathy for the monster? Sasan or Aida Weather, are you doing anything to prevent them from becoming a fully monstrous version of themselves? Yeah. Delane is going to step in. Oh no, I was muted. Ah. Yeah, I could. I, Sasan would totally help you. All right. Yeah, so which one of you two wants to be the person who leaps forward? Do you have any specific plan? Yeah, I was probably just going to give him a hug and, like, carry him off. I like the hug idea. Yeah, we'll go ahead. Cool. So I pushed myself to do that, right? Mm-hmm. Gosh, we we need to get out of here before I eclipse. Before everyone eclipses. <laughs> Oh my, you eclipse pushing yourself to stop me from eclipsing? <laughs> one away. I'm one away. It's okay. It's gonna be alright. Yeah, I think Susan like, hugs you from behind and says, it's over now. No, they need to... The show must go on. They've got to... They've got to really believe it. You've got to... You've got to sell it. Keep the mask up. Just one... One more. It'll... It'll really... You're done for now. You've played your role for today. Is it, like, lovely in Susan's arms now? Because that was the last transcendent action? I think that might actually be what it is. Like, without anyone else able to see it. But, yeah, as you're, as you're up there, like, in the middle of the shadow grabbing me. Yeah, I think you see, yeah, like, the mask kind of, like, slips and falls off. And as the shadow starts dissipating... It's just lovely wearing the skull mask over their face, and they fall unconscious. Oh, oh shit. Oh, dang. Sasan, you have lovely in your arms. Nobody else can see this. What do you do? Fuck, I need to hide that energy. No, I'm bad at this. <laughs> There's a corpse in your bathroom. Quick! <laughs> it's all up to you. Fuck. Fuck it. I'm gonna lie for you. I'm gonna fucking break my code for you. <gasps> oh my goodness. Yeah. So, yeah. Susan is like, holds, holds lovely in their arms. And yeah, like, whispers to you as you're like passing out. Yeah. Your role is, you played your role for today. Um, and I think like, yeah, no one else could like see what was happening. Susan just like jumped into this darkness. And they come out with with Lovely. Now we're ready to go home. Lovely? What happened? What what happened to the darkness? It's gone. What happened to Legba? She never stays around. And I just start limping grimly into into the forest. Yeah. And so Esther uh, goes up to you and sort of embraces you. Lovely. And it's like, I don't think your friends are who they think they are. Those are some dangerous people. They're 
They're monsters. They're they're the Loa. I what? What do you mean? There you should come with me. I'm gonna run away. Where, where to back to Ark? I just need to get out of here. I, I can't I can't I can't be with these people. You shouldn't. They're they're monsters. Right. So come with me. Come on. Well, I like kind of like lean in to try to like hug her, but I my knees are weak. Then you wouldn't really be getting away, would you? What what do you mean? I I'm I'm the one who brought them here. And yeah, you can see that that hits her like a ton of bricks and it looks like she's going to start crying. I I mean, I'm I'm crying too at this point. Why? Why? Did you know that they were going to destroy everything? No. No, it was just you're just supposed to figure out why Ark was attacking us. We we agreed on that. I don't I don't know what happened. I don't I don't understand why it's got to be so violent. I just wanted to see what it was all about. I wanted to see why people cared so much. That it was worth all this. Yeah, her expression kind of hardens. I... Then... Then you got your answer, didn't you? I hope it was worth it. And she stands up, and she looks at you, and looks at the rest of your crew, uh, and she's going to try to go back into the observatory. Um... Esther? What? There's another place. Not quite Ark. Not quite Renazi. My mom is here. I'm staying here too. Yeah, I think at this point, Vashay turns around and he is wearing like a shirt and it's probably... Oh, he's still wearing an over thing, an overalls. And uh, he pulls away like a part of... uh, of this disguise to reveal the scars on his shoulder and like going down to his, uh, his chest. And he says, you know what this is? I used to work for ARC too. And then I failed. You failed today. Do you think they're going to be real kind to you? They're going to forgive you? You go there, you're dead. Or as good as dead, for them at least. All right, there's definitely a role here because holy shit, that's persuasive. <laughs> yeah, so I think your effect here is standard. I think your position is risky. Uh, I rolled express and I got a four. So that's a success. She hates me, could be a consequence. Also, she's full of augmentations that are not going to be removed. And so having somebody with those augmentations in Renity says interesting things. Um, but I think the most profound thing uh, or the most uh, important consequence of all of this is this. Do you really think they're going to blame all of this on me? I was the one who let you in. <laughs> do you think they're going to do that to me too? It's really a toss-up What, which way you die. You leave the augments in, they kill you. They're poison, did you know? That's what, what they put inside you. It's going to kill you. Or you can, you can go back and they, they might just get them out of you. And then you are broken forever. Okay. All right. Fine. Fine. I'll, 
I'll go with you. But my mom is is still in the capital, so so you have to promise me that you'll help me find her. I look to Aida Widow and the lovely and because I'm not going to promise this girl anything. <laughs> Aida just nods calmly at at Esther. Yeah. I'd be happy to help you find your mother. Alright, I guess I guess uh and she looks at horror and looks around as if she's looking uh specifically actually I think she's most terrified of of uh Fashe. <laughs> kind of takes a few halting steps away from you and says I guess I'm following you back then. Fashe grunts and continues his walk. Yeah, I wanna I wanna just walk over to Esther and ask, can you do me a favor? Small one. What? Make sure they don't get lost. And um I like hand over Tink to Esther. Yeah. Tink pops out of their shell and looks very excited. Um uh, and Esther just waves her hand over Tink and they collapse back into their little tin can and beep happily. Don't be sad. Here have a robot puppy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and she's like Okay. All right. I'll keep them safe. Uh, and just sticks the sticks Tink in their backpack. Actually, wait, they don't have a backpack. They were literally just in the middle of work. So they're just holding, cradling this little tin can, wearing their work uniform. <laughs> Cradle, my sweet friend. All right. And so all of you start to make your way away from this building. There is a desperate consequence uh, from a couple rolls back that is unresolved, which was a desperate extreme action that Legba took. So all of you see some of the, the security uh, apparatus come out to meet you, and uh, uh, you can kind of run away from them. They, they don't really, I think that they're trailing a little ways behind you, but they're trying to follow you on the path. Oh, are they frightened? The, the robots are, yeah, like they, they, it looks like they're being very cautious with approaching you. Uh, and as you move through the forest on foot, you see suddenly the forest is bathed in a blue light that you remember seeing once uh, arcing through the chest of Octator Amadons. And then you see that it is tinged with a bit of deep, deep, uh, red-hot rock and the two swirl together in, in almost a purple. And you see almost like uh, the light that comes from Renity when you transcend, shoot across the countryside, but coming from the direction of the Ark Capital, and it slams into these robots. And they blast into many, many pieces. And then they start to reform themselves around a bubbling, not even bubbling, but like a, a wavering mass of energy, mostly blue, but with just a touch of that red to it. I'm so shook. Their black robotic carapaces are sort of forming around a quavering mass of blue energy that has just a tinge of red to it. Uh, and another one looks like this, uh, where uh, it has like two enormous uh, armored arms that slam into the earth and blue light is pouring from it. And these appear in the forest behind you. They are definitely a transcendent to your threat. It's very bad news. Y'all need to get out of here because you are not in any position to fight these things. What do you do? Run? Group action? 
Who's who can lead? I'll say that these things move faster than mortals can run. So you might need to like restrain them or stop them. Oh wait, this is this is a consequence. We can resist it. That's also true. I would like to resist this consequence. Actually, let's just say the resistance takes place in the moment because I think otherwise we have to go back too far. Uh, so how is it that you resist the fact that all these things are following all of you? I think at this point, there's still like, because it was it was a weird moment, there was a lot of power getting thrown around. There's still a little bit of like crackly shadow power lingering in the corners of the forest in the hollow here. And just for a few moments, it's enough to make it look like a different version of us, like a different group of people, like shadowy figures running away in a different direction. And that'll distract them long enough to give us a head start or at least a, a long lead. Since technically this role happened while I was still transcendent. Cool. This is something I left behind while I was still Legva. Yep. So you're probably ruling stars as your resistance since this is like concealing, basically. All right, then. There's a five. All right. All right. You're taking one stress, which means you have to make your eclipse test again. Go ahead. Aha. Uh-huh. Not this time. I'm good. All right, you are not eclipsed. Yeah, and so all of you see it, but it's like uh, there are shadow doppelgangers that look similar to you uh, traveling through the forest. And one of them looks up at you uh, and you see that they have like the mask of Legba uh, and they disappear off in a different direction into the forest and the creatures follow them. The one that represents Lovely gives double middle fingers to them as they run away. Thank you for listening to Good Enough Games. Please stay a while for a message from our GM. When we first started this podcast, we had no idea how relevant the subjects we were touching were to Haiti's current political situation. It doesn't make me happy to say it, but in short, ARC is real, and you, dear listener, are probably part of it. Back in 2004... There was a U.S., France, and Canada-backed coup against the popularly elected president of Haiti, one Jean-Bertrand Aristide. Since then, the country's been occupied by a multinational military force under the banner of the U.N. Political policy decisions have been essentially dictated by the core group, a collection of representatives from white-led nations, against the popular protest of the Haitian people. There are no representatives from Haiti within the core group, essentially putting the country under a foreign occupation. With this foreign administration, the core group and the UN have been selling off Haiti's natural resources, driving the country into debt to the IMF, and escalating police and military violence against the Haitian people. Here's the long and short. The occupation that we depict in our podcast is, in a sense, real. And unfortunately, in the real world, friendship does not heal everything and there are no magical girls to fight back. So here's what you can do to learn more about this struggle and stand in solidarity with the Haitian people. Check out Dr. Jemima Pierre at the Black Alliance for Peace. Her reporting on Haiti is top-notch. If you want to see the unfolding stories on the ground, follow hashtag FreeHaiti on Twitter. And please challenge foreign administrations supporting Haitian occupation. Uh, If you're in the United States, the Biden administration, just like almost every administration before it for the last 20 years, have all been in support of this. So we really need to find a way to make our voices heard on the left. Thank you so much for listening. There's more stuff. I'm not going to say all of the stuff today, but I just 
want to remind you to be kind to yourself. And we'll be back in two weeks.